From the high desert of Boulder, Colorado, a mutant nexus at the base of the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, about a mile above the sea level portion of the Babylon Matrix, where we are nestled just beneath the beautiful Flatiron Mountains, this is Jonathan Zapp of zapworldgoal.com. And uh, this is going to be an interview on, well, let me first introduce our guest here, which is Sean Moffitt. Sean is an expert on many interesting subjects. He's the founder of womensassistance.com that helps uh, women who are uh, victims of uh, Islamic fundamentalism, especially in Pakistan. Uh, he's also an expert tracker and naturalist and expert in uh, primitive wilderness techniques. But we are going to be, those are, subjects are important in a way. But we're going to be talking about something far more serious with far greater implications, <laughs> possibly for the entire galaxy. And that is Sith culture. And uh, Sean is, uh, <clears throat> and besides being somewhat of a Jedi persuasion, has read 123 Star Wars novels and uh, is considered a, uh, an expert on Sith culture, a subject I'm very interested in. And uh, <clears throat> uh, one of the things about Sith culture, we've talked about this somewhat in the past, is that the social structure seems to involve like a Sith Lord and some kind of an apprentice. Is, that, is it usually like a dyad like that, of like a two-person kind of a thing, or how does that work? Uh, well, this, the, the rule of two, uh, was originated by Darth Bane, uh, I think, 1,500 years ago, okay. uh, before the Battle of Yavin. And, the uh, Battle of Yavin is contemporary with the movies we've seen or whatever. Yeah, the okay. Battle of Yavin is where Luke Skywalker blows up the first Death Star. Okay. So this uh, is 1,500 years before all that. <clears throat> or thereabouts. Um, I'm not good with the dates on, on the Sith uh, books as much as okay. some of the Jedi books. But Darth Bane was the originator of the... Uh, rule of two where it's just the master and the apprentice before okay. that there was just a, a colossal ongoing uh pecking order you know where everybody's trying to kill each other and uh you know they would have their apprentices and send them off on impossible missions to try to kill them but that was just to make them stronger so they had this twisted uh fatherly you know you know, just by giving them completely impossible tasks, if they couldn't, if they couldn't complete them, then they weren't worthy. And they had to go find another, um, another apprentice similar to Palpatine, uh, killing Darth Maul or sending him after the two uh, Obi Wan, and uh, <clears throat> and then just going after Darth Vader, you know, going after Anakin after that. <clears throat> but yeah, the 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 rule of two is. Uh, was after Darth Bane. Okay. And so, but also, <clears throat> isn't it very dangerous for a Sith Lord to train an apprentice? Don't the apprentices sometimes kill their masters, or is that not, is that not the case? Well, um, I don't know of any apprentice killing their master, uh, but yeah, that's, the master always holds back information that okay. would make him much stronger than his apprentice. Okay. And they're constantly playing psychological warfare and, you know, making them uh, more and more their pawn. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, uh, the, the apprentice usually is in such rage and hatred towards their master that that's one of the main focuses of their everyday life. Okay. <clears throat> and so, in other words, the masters aren't training a disciple out of any sort of altruism. 
they're doing it because they want like an assistant, they want like a sidekick, and they, they want them to learn powers, but they also want them to be inferior to themselves. Is that uh, true? I think in many cases it is, but in one case that where it wasn't, where Jason Solo, the son of uh, Leia and Han Solo, was starting to turn to the dark side, he uh, was slowly and insidiously uh, mentally capturing Ben Skywalker, Luke and Meryl Jade Skywalker's son, <clears throat> and bringing him in to the Sith mentality by constantly um, assuring him that mm -hmm. various techniques that were obviously Sith were for the best. And this is where, where Yoda says, um, you know, fear, anger, and aggression are the paths to the dark side. There's also lust for power, power for this, um, just for the sake of power. Right. And that corrupts. <clears throat> but uh, in the case of Jason Solo, it was, he really believed he was doing the right thing. He was going to make the world a better place, even if he had to burn down Chewbacca's home planet, which he almost did. Okay, so, this, and he was the master, right? Jason was the master. And he's, he's, he's probably the most interesting Sith. Uh, okay, because he actually has some like altruistic ideals, or he, he just sort of as a means justifies the ends type of a Sith. Oh man, he he was involved with uh, the entire Vong War series, which is a twenty-five book series, and he mm. was the most um, empathic. That was one of the things that was very much a part of his personality, just being empathic towards animals and all living things and uh, uh, other people, and really feeling pain around him Ooh. and uh it's a he's a fascinating character um and the way he turns dark <clears throat> first of all he after the vong war which if you haven't read it you should um okay uh he he does a five-year sojourn to study all the different force users and force uh techniques around the galaxy for five years and that's uh, is, is that the Jedi and the and the Sith, or no, are there no. other cultures that also no, use the Force? Yeah, no. There's so many other cultures that were, were Force users, and uh, it wasn't just the Jedi and the Sith. There was the um, Alcarian um, Rangers. They mm. used it for uh, to make themselves impervious to the cold and be out in harsh environments. There's the Dathomir witches that uh, would constantly sing as they. That's how they were able to manipulate the Force by chanting and singing spells and things like that. Uh, they were very close to Sith. Um, but so he went off to all these different cultures for five years and, and gathered up all this knowledge that wasn't being taught at the Jedi Temple. Mm -hmm. and it was almost like a, a Gurdjieff, you know, going out right. to like learn the secrets exactly. of the East or something. Exactly, exactly. And uh, when he came back, uh, he was still himself but changed. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he started to feel superior to, to the Jedi because he had more knowledge and at, at such a young age. And uh, he was sure that he knew better than Skywalker and the Jedi Council that he he, he knew better uh, how to conduct the galaxy. And that's how he, you know, he, he wanted more power because he could do more good with it. And that's how okay. it just started to drill into his brain. Okay, and, but does he recognize himself as a Sith at some no. point? Or well, himself? yes, he does, actually. He, he found a, um, uh, it's an ancient Sith, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was a, a series of ropes and knots, kind of like a wampum belt or something. Mm. And uh, there was a, a Sith um, spirit that mm. was telling him how to read it and how to, how to um, understand all the, the, um, the procession of becoming a Sith. 
And um, I can't remember all the details, but it, it says you have to destroy that which you love. You have to, you know, these kind of... So like, he starts channeling a Sith, basically. Mm, yeah, he does. And so sort of on his own, without, a, without an actual human master, starts tapping into the lore. Uh, well, there was um, uh, Luke Skywalker's ex-girlfriend who became a Sith, um, mm -hmm. hooked up with Jason and started to teach him. Luke Skywalker had a girlfriend and became a Sith? Uh, no, she became a yeah, she became a Sith. Wow, yeah. that's pretty Luke. scandalous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that generally known? I mean, uh... Uh, no. Um, okay. No, hmm. nobody knows that, <clears throat> except for his wife, who oh, also okay. his wife yeah. used to be the right hand of Emperor Palpatine. He married the right hand of Emperor Palpatine. Right, so there's this... He's very unlucky in romantic <laughs> relationships. I mean, what is up with that? Mar Mary Jade turned into a great set. Um, she uh, recognized uh, that she was being manipulated, and being a strong-willed woman, um, she actually helped Luke uh, destroy the, the uh, clone of Emperor Palpatine. It's in a later book, but... Um, Okay, <clears throat> it gets convoluted. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't follow the plot details, but but um, but I'm, I'm I'm definitely fascinated with what this is telling us about about Sith psychology. And so he also this this guy who's the son of Han Solo who becomes a Sith yeah. um, seduces uh, a younger guy, yeah. but but through who also has good intentions. Yeah, exactly, and that that's uh, one of the most successful ways of turning somebody. To the dark side that uh, you know has uh, a warrior spirit and has you know wants you know all people to be happy and, and uh, um, provided for. Right. They will basically do anything to defeat what they perceive right. as evil. Right. Well, Freud had an insight into this. They once asked him, uh, you know, when you were young, did you think you were going to save the whole world? And his response was, no, the sadistic part of my nature was never that strong. <laughs> so there <laughs> is a, there is a, a will to power involved in a, with a lot of do-gooders. And, and in its whole biography of Hitler, uh, there's a, a quote from, begins with a quote from Graham Greene, where he says that, you know, many saints were people that had a far greater capacity for evil, and that many who became incredibly evil um, only narrowly missed being saints. So somehow people with polarized natures could kind of like be the best candidates to go in the extremes of either direction, perhaps. Mm. That's exactly uh, what Jason Solo's case was. Mm. But the, if you're talking about Sith culture, <clears throat> it's more than just uh, the Master and Apprentice. Because okay. there, was a, there was an entire Sith um, uh, culture that was going on before uh, the Jedi, mm. actually. And uh, or right around the beginning of the Jedi, um, where there was master and apprentice, but they were basically at war with each other all the time, trying to psychologically break um, their opponents in really sadistic ways. And uh, I didn't read some of the earlier ones, so there is a whole Sith culture uh, book series, um, but the only one that I read was um, Darth Bane which I think mm -hmm. is the most important one, because that's where um, he kills all the other Sith. Okay, so Sith, Sith compete with each other. They don't have any kind of cooperative network like the, uh, the Jedi do. That's not true. They have cooperative networks, but they generally betray each other. And, okay. Uh, you know, they're, so they're just like the, there's like the honor amongst thieves. They like they're yeah. sort of like mafia families sort of. that they join together and like the, but have even less loyalty to each other or something. Or 
uh, they will band together to achieve a goal and then betray each other. That's basically the pattern. <laughs> really? <clears throat> you know, so they're, they're kind of dysfunctional as an organization. Yeah, was an absolute, yeah of course. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Darth Bane took on an apprentice mm -hmm. and basically turned all the Sith against themselves okay. in, in a way that would allow him to destroy them. And then he, he was the only one left. He and his apprentice were the only one left. And the, part of the last page of the book is like, there can be only two, master and apprentice. Okay. <clears throat> and, and, and so after that, there were no longer any Sith guilds or Sith cooperating with each other? Um, well, there was no more point? Sith left. There was, just, okay. there was just the one with power and the one who craves power. Okay, but it's not an inherited thing. In other words, they don't have like children or like a royal family. They, they recruit a, an apprentice and, and do they recruit apprentices in the way the Jedi do? Do they look for somebody who's got a lot of metachlorines or has some kind of a glow about them? Or how do they figure out who's going to be a good apprentice? Well, that's a good question, and I can't answer that entirely. But um, <clears throat> if you look at Jason Solo, he sees, uh, he sees um, Luke's son, Ben Solo, at, at 13 years old, he's already able to splice into any computer. He's already able to, he's kind of like Anakin Solo and, and Luke Skywalker at the same time. He's, okay. you know, he, uh, he can infiltrate any facility. Um, and so he's got a great skill set. Already. Yeah, he's already got it. Well, yeah, and yes, exactly. And uh, Luke actually set him off on a very uh, dangerous mission to dismantle a super weapon in the Corellian sector, which is where Han Solo grew up. Um, it's called a, uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, center point and mm -hmm. basically it um it creates black holes mm -hmm. or, or it can send gravity waves that can destroy entire fleets across the galaxy okay um and uh it's so luke actually sent ben on that mission highly you know heavily guarded super weapon uh to destroy it and uh he did wind up doing that okay well, uh, I, I think a few people will dispute that uh, Darth Vader is the most popular Sith. He's almost sort of like a Sith celebrity. And, um, and we're about to watch Empire Strikes Back. So I have a couple of questions about Darth Vader. I mean, one interesting thing that you told me was that after the lava pit, um, Darth Vader never fully recovered his potential for the Force because to some extent it is um, affected by physical vitality. And after that, he was no longer this, you know, strapping young guy, but kind of like a paraplegic inside of body armor or something like that or yeah well the, the you know specifically it's that you don't have as many midichlorians in your blood anymore okay because you're missing body parts okay so, so that's that's why he has less force that's what i heard so he would have been he would have been a lot that's a rumor or that's you know that <clears throat> no that's i don't I, want to spend any misinformation no no it's not misinformation uh, i can't remember where it is in the book specifically okay. but that's that's the that's the uh the idea is that he he's missing Two legs and one arm. Okay. Uh, so he doesn't have as many midichlorians in his body anymore. That's okay. why he. Otherwise, he, that's why he can't defeat the emperor. That's why he can't cast lightning. That's why okay. he can't levitate like he used to. Um, <clears throat> there's portions in the book where he's able to levitate and walk as. So he's really like a disabled guy that this whole uh, <laughs> Jedi are just beating up on. Basically, somebody who's disabled. <laughs> Poor Darth Vader. I mean, well, I mean, I think I think uh, you know, I didn't really understand this. You know, that he really well, had after, a disability. After Order sixty six, um, there was like what is uh, Order sixty six. Order sixty six is at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, where Darth Vader makes all the clones turn on their Jedi. 
mm-hmm. shoot them in the back. That's okay. waste all the Jedi out, out on the field. They're, they're getting spread thinner and thinner okay. and thinner. And uh, so he says, execute Order 66, and they wipe out most of the Jedi. But then when Darth Vader gets becomes fully Darth Vader, he goes around and wipes out all the other Jedi that are still living, one-on-one. So he's not... He's not a wuss. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, plus he's got the invisible crushing hand thing. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I've often wanted that in some meetings and stuff that, that I've been to. I just think it would be a, a great way to, you know, maintain discipline and help, help bring order to the galaxy. And you don't have you know, to crush it. I wouldn't it abuse it, of course. I would be doing it because I want to, to help. 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 Um, but, um, <clears throat> but in any case, uh, so how, how do they compare um, in... I know you know a lot about big cats, and I've sometimes asked you, you know, who would win a lion or a tiger, and you told me that, you know, they're basically equal, but the lions are like, have a different culture that makes them more aggressive, so that, you know, they might strike first and therefore have the advantage. But uh, how do the Sith stack up amongst the, the top ranked Jedi? I mean, are, are the Sith stronger one on one on average, would you say? Uh, uh, some of them are. Um, you know, you can be a Jedi and just be really good at illusions. And mm-hmm. go up against a Sith that is really good at crushing you to death. <laughs> you're not going right. to last too long. Okay. You might if you're really good with it. But, okay. uh, you know, all you got to do is look at uh, uh, Palpatine defeating Yoda, who's a thousand years old. So, a th- so, so in other words, kind of like with Anne Rice's uh, vampires, um, you become a more powerful Jedi or Sith as you get older. Well, you have more time to understand the, je- the, the, the Force. And you okay, so are they, both, are they both... Have extreme longevity, the Jedi and the Sith. Not that I know of. Uh, or was it just Palpatine that Yoda was just was... a normal, a normal age man? Okay. And, and he took on nine hundred year old Yoda, and defeated him. Okay. So that. I'm so not... Yoda just is from a species that has a high longevity. It's not because yeah. he's a right. okay. Right. And um, Palpatine uh, kind of looks like a wreck um, after. His battle, yeah. um, is, is that did, did he have his force drained by that, or like what 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 did happened there? That? Was his force drained like after he had that battle with uh, uh, I forget who, who who played by Samuel Jackson? What was his name? Uh, uh, what I read was that um, using force lightning uh-huh. damages your your cells. Oh really? So you can't okay. use you can't just blast away with force lightning. Okay. And it'll save. But what, what if your last name is Zap? Would that still? <laughs> would that I still think you'd have make... unlimited, unlimited, obviously. Okay, right. just uh, just <laughs> want a little reassurance on that. But 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 it it, it can damage. That's what I read. Okay. Um, but uh, also, you know, he... but if I take like a lot of probiotics and stuff like that, I mean, it would probably compensate. Antioxidants uh, yeah. probably be very important. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, but. You know. So different Je- Jedi and different Sith have different powers, in other words, right? Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, I mean, can Kung- Jedi do uh, Force Lightning? They can. And after really? the Bong War, Luke Skywalker started teaching all this uh, Sith, uh, uh, Sith techniques. Right. But uh, reinforcing their psychological resistance to falling into the black hole of, of Sith. Okay. And so it's, it's a fantastic series where... Um, one of the things you're not supposed to do is uh, hide yourself in the force, cloak yourself. Okay. And that's what Palpatine was doing the entire time. So right. none, of the Jedi, right. none of the Jedi could detect him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how he was able to become emperor and, and fool the entire council. Okay. 
Now, how much training is in, involved? Like, I mean, if I don't want to become a full Jedi, but just want to perfect the Force Lightning technique or get better at it, like, what, what, what would that take? Uh, well, I think, first of all, you're going to have to um, find a Sith Lord and become an apprentice. Because... A Sith Lord? I couldn't find a Jedi that would teach me that. No. No. Now, Jedi's... <laughs> Generally can't do it, but later on in oh, the series, okay. later right. on in the series, not if we're just talking about the, right, you know, from Battle of Yavin to Revenge of the Sith, none of the Jedi can cast lightning. Okay, what's the most interesting thing about the Sith that I might not know? You're gonna have to give me a minute. Okay, like what's what's their sexuality like? I mean, do they? They have don't get into that at all. Really? Yeah, nothing like. Are no. they sort of celibates? I do not know. I know the Jedi are. are. The Jedi are. But they just don't mention any of that. Uh, there's no sexuality with the Sith at all. It's just less for yeah, power. What with the Jedi? What, what about the Jedi? They, they don't get into the sexuality of the Jedi yeah, at all? Yeah, they do a little bit with um, Anakin Skywalker, obviously. Right, okay. Um, Obi-Wan. Well, but, had, right, but Anakin is, 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 a, is a... Was Anakin the only one that was both a Jedi and a Sith? Uh, no, Count Dooku was a Jedi. He was trained by uh, Yoda. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And well, what he, turned him? Uh, the the emperor, Palpatine turned him. Oh wow! Okay. So he was he was he was a real he was a real person who could turn Jedi. He was. Oh so. yeah. Well, he turned Darth Maul, and then he turned uh, Count Dooku, and then he set Count Dooku up, and then told Anakin to do it. Remember? Right. Cut his head off. Both sabers. And it right. was the right thing to do, Anakin. Remember? Right. Sure. So that's absolutely. how he gets into it. And then he's got him right there. He set the hook, and from right. then on, you know. Okay. And, so which are like the, the four most powerful uh, Sith of all time, in your opinion? Uh, definitely Palpatine. Um, because he was such a good manipulator, was such a Machiavellian. Was it his smarts or was it the Force Lightning? Uh, like he what gives he him an was edge? very, very... He, had a, um, he was only... I think he had the highest midichlorian count. And then there's Darth Bane. Really? Yeah. So Palpatine is number one? I've, oh, definitely. Over Darth Vader? Yeah, Darth Vader was not the most powerful at all. Wow. No, okay. so Pop, he's just Darth kind Vader. of like he's just kind of like a kid that you know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, Darth Vader can't do force lightning. He's not a real manipulator. He is extremely powerful. He killed like 150 Jedi, um, mm -hmm. and he's ruthless. He has no conscience, um, except for his son at the very end. Okay, which gives him the blue halo, even after killing Alderaan. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was amazing. Like that, that, I hated the end of the third movie where where you know suddenly has this blue aura and he's like dancing with the Ewoks or whatever. I mean, it would be basically like ending like the diary of Anne Frank with like Anne Frank and Hitler like skipping down the yellow brick road together or something. I mean, yeah, exactly. Just bizarre. He just was instantly forgiven yeah. for like planets full of people yeah. that he killed. Yeah. So it was just and 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 all the Jedi. He plotted against them. He killed Mace Windu. Tried to kill Obi Wan. Right. Turned against okay. his own master. Okay, so Palpatine, number one. Darth Bane, number two. Okay. Don't know much um, about him. No connection to the Bane of the Batman thing, who also has a breath mask. But absolutely Darth, no connection. Darth Bane, was, he wiped out all the Sith and created the, uh, created the rule, too. Okay. Uh, the third one, or maybe even the more powerful one, is uh, Palpatine's uh, master, was Darth Pelagius. Okay. Who, and and what, did he, Palpatine kill him? Palpatine did kill him mm. in his sleep. It's a pretty, pretty uh, nasty character, huh? <laughs> Killed him in his sleep. Hey, man. You don't have it. 
to cut your master's head off. Okay. And you're not good enough to be a set. And 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 Darth Maul, who I, I always hated the the over the top makeup job, but you said that was actually a tattoo that he got. He's yeah, supposedly a tattoo on his face. Okay. Mm. It's but but he's kind of like a. How, where does he rank as far as Sith? He's just kind of like uh, an apprentice, well, you know. He was the he was the best trained Sith of all time, the best really? trained. But that didn't make him the most powerful. He uh, okay. he had all sorts of uh, infiltration abilities. I would obviously. A, you know, he did take on artist. two Jedi at once. Yeah, he did, and he killed a Jedi master. Right. Um, but uh, there's a uh, uh, there's a comic book series, or a graphic novel series of the future, and there's a, a Jedi that um, has a, a, a you know a legion of Jedi beneath him. That, but I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. His and you name. think what's in the comic books is as accurate about Sith culture as what's in the actual books? Excuse me. You think what's in these comic books yeah. about Sith culture is as reliable as what's in the actual books? Uh, oh, I think so. Okay. Right. Oh, they do a fantastic job uh, of coordinating graphic, all that yeah, mythology. Yeah, the, right. the, the the graphic novels are a whole. They're really evolving as a as a way. Oh yeah, of, absolutely. Um, especially with Grant Morrison and other people. Right. Right. But, um, uh, I actually couldn't pick a, a fourth one because okay. I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember the names. All right. Um, but but I, those are definitely like the top three. Top three, and you can go ahead and throw Darth Maul in there just to make a top four out of it. Oh, really? Darth Maul, do you think would be more powerful than Darth Vader? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. So why, is it, why isn't Darth Vader number four then? Why isn't Darth Vader number four? Yeah. No, Darth, Darth Vader is, oh, I, am I leaving him out? Good I guess Lord. so, yeah. Good Lord, no. <laughs> sorry. Kind of really dissing pretty Darth Vader pretty hard. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I just totally forgot Darth Vader there. Um, yeah, Darth Vader would be number four. Okay, after Bane. After, after Bane, yeah. Because, okay. he's, because he doesn't have the midichlorian count anymore. Yeah. And after Darth Plagueis, too, because Darth Plagueis uh, was the Sith that discovered immortality. Oh, wow. Okay, and that, right. He, that was what, what Palpatine was talking about yeah. and tempting yeah. Anakin with his... Uh, yeah. Exactly. Immortality training. Right. right, that's right. Okay. And I haven't read the Plagius book, and all I have with Plagius is from the movie. So, so, so Darth Maul is way below Darth Vader. Way below. Way below. Just because of just less natural ability, less metachlorines, even though he's the best he, trained. He's very well trained, but he's just no match for Darth Vader. Okay. All right. That's in my I'm opinion. Sure if you okay. want to go for Darth, Darth Maul. Okay. Because of its tattoos. All right. um, <laughs> anything else about the Sith that we, we did not ask you that, that people should know? Because, I mean, this is a concern. I mean, they, they're, they're insidious. They cloak themselves. I mean, they could be in American politics right now, for all we know. There's been talk about Obama, for example, uh, <laughs> yeah. as a very well-cloaked... I, I think a lot of them are probably in the uh, uh, governing body in Pakistan, myself, but... Okay. <laughs> Um, anything else we should know about them? Like, what, what would be the way if you wanted to protect yourself from the Sith? Or, like, anything about their culture at all that you think we didn't cover, but you think uh, people should know? No, I don't, I can't really think of anything. Okay. Like my, my brain isn't functioning at full tilt right now. All right. All right. Um, could be some Seth mind pressure or, you know, keeping <laughs> you from, from trying to keep kind of like suppress some of your memories or vast Sith knowledge. Anyway, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this is uh, Jonathan Zapp of ZappOracle.com. Just interviewed Sean Moffat on Sith Culture and signing off. Right on, man. That's cool. Nice. Very enjoyable. <laughs>